What you know you can't explain. But you feel it. You felt it your entire life. That there's something wrong. You don't know what it is, but it's there. Like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. Experience the awakening. Brilliant anonymous researchers. Join us in the Patriot Army. Trust the plan, pain coming. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. RedStateTalkRadio.com, Brighton.tv, Rumble.com slash MG Show. And won't be for everyone. That choice to know will be yours. Where we go, one we go all. Fight, 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 and fight we will. We fight every day right here on the MG Show. Yeah, welcome to the MG Show. It is Friday, February 23rd. Friday, Shady Groove. Welcome to the show, brother. Welcome to you, my friend. One day away from another win for President Donald Trump tomorrow in South Carolina. Nikki Haley will be uh, at least 25 points behind. That's Shady's prediction. At least, and it should be. At least. I mean, none of the above, (laughs) except for Trump. That's it. And uh, they didn't have Democrats voting for there'd be less. Yeah. Arabella advisors, guys. Arabella oh. advisors. And uh, just look at this, guys. We're just going to take a look. This is uh, the line in South Carolina right oh, now. Look at, this, look at this. There's, look at this. Is, but it's not this tomorrow. Is the, it's not for Nikki Haley. This is a line for the rally tonight. <laughs> today. Okay. Not for Nikki Haley. Look at that. Look at the line over here, too, guys. Look at this. That is for 45, soon to be 47, guys. Our great president. Yes. Yes. Lisa Blair, let's go. $20 rumble rent. Thank you very much. Um, but that's the line, and it goes on, and it goes on, and it goes on. Because why? He's the most popular person in history right now. I mean, he's so popular. Uh, he's being attacked every time he flies over a blue state. He gets another indictment. <laughs> he spoke last night at the National Religious Broadcasters. We're going to cover a little bit of that, Shady. Uh, Arabella Advisors in the news on Epoch Times. Epoch Times says it's the it's the name you've probably never heard about. Huh. Yeah. Well, 
the MG Maybe show and awesome people listening to us on brighton.tv red state talk radio and rumble.com slash MG show has heard about it. In fact, if you've heard about Arabelle advisors, please drop a 47 in the chat and let's see what we get. Uh, but we're very happy to see that, uh, epoch times is going ahead and, and, posting about Arabelle Advisors. We're going to share you that link because we've got a, a code for you to not sign up. It'll say sign in, sign in, and then continue uh, without signing a registra uh, registration. And that's free from us to you. I will be dropping that in chat as well. Look at that. Look at the 47s. Look at them all, Shady. Look a at lot of 47s, Jeff. You guys have heard it? Wow. They've heard that of it. They've awesome. all heard of it. Like it's not new wow. news to these guys. Wow. You guys have all heard of it. And that is, you know, the machines... <laughs> the mail-in ballots and Arabelle advisors. These are your pillars of election freedom, guys. This is what we've got to take out, guys. We've got to take out the machines, paper ballots. We've got to take out the mail-in ballots because Trump says it's fraud and we've seen the fraud. And we need to get rid of the people that pay for all said fraud called Arabelle advisors and their group of foreign and domestic billionaires that are changing the way that you vote in your country. They're taking away your votes, guys. They absolutely are, and that's the exact reason that it's so important, and that's the exact reason that Donald Trump says that they are public enemy number one because they are literally, every single maneuver or marauding that they do is removing your voice. Your voice is your vote. Yeah, and I, 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 guys, I hope you guys are realizing that we get a lot of cover from President Donald J. Trump. Have you guys noticed that? I'm kind of wondering, are you watching the show? What's going on? Text Trump to 88022, guys. Text Trump to 88022. Give him, say, like 17 bucks if you can, guys. All right, today. Uh, you know, we'll want you guys to donate to President Donald J. Trump today. Uh, although we do like your do donations, we got another donation here $5 from Rush. MG Show is the excellence in broadcasting now. God bless you, Rush. Thank you for that. And we've all been through a lot together, haven't we? You know, we've had our disagreements. We've had our, you know, laughs, our cries and our anger and all that, all the different emotions. But we're still here together. We're still here because of you. Uh, without your donations, we would not be here. I hope you understand that. And uh, we uh, really, really appreciate you. We just got a huge uh, MyPillow order as well. I want to thank you for that huge MyPillow order. That helps us out in a big way. MyPillow.com using that code MGSHOW or 800-873-0478. That helps us out. And we want to thank you. And you know who you are. I don't know if you want me to say anything, but you can say something if you want to. But thank you. Uh, for that. It helps us out. I mean, more than you know, guys. So without any further ado, we're going to be right back. Arabelle Advisors in the news. We're going to talk about, you know, Donald Trump at the national broadcast, a uh, religious broadcasting. We're going to talk about other things that are going on in the news right now, like Arabelle Advisors. Did I say Arabelle Advisors? I never heard that before. Yeti, take it away. <laughs> Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability, they all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. 
please call 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG show when you call. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Hello, Patriots. Shannon Townsend here with the MG Show. We are live Monday through Friday from 12 to 2 Eastern Time on Rumble.com slash MG Show, Brighteon.tv, X.com, and Red State Talk Radio. Listen, guys, Jeff and I would like to thank each and every one of you so greatly for the support that you have given us over the last five years. This has been a pretty incredible journey, and I think that each and every one of you that have been with us understand what I mean by that. We represent citizen independent journalism in America, and we depend on you for that support. We'd like to thank everybody out there for all of you done supporting MyPillow, also Sovereign Advisors, and a number of the other different advertisers and sponsors we've had on this show. You can also go here if you would like to support us and what we do at the MG Show, mg.show slash donate. And here you can do a recurring donation if you would like that does donation each month in any amount that you would choose. We like to really, really, really like that $17 a month one. That's really a fascinating number. And then also you can do a one-time donation as well with some of the other options there. We've been doing this for five years now, everybody, and I think we're going to be doing it for a little bit longer. We are in it to save America, and we're not going to be able to do it without your support. So please, if you would like to contribute and help the show, we would greatly appreciate it. And I will see you on the air Monday through Friday, live, 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels, made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. And welcome back to the MG Show, where it's crazy in this green room over here, I tell you. We should do a show about the green room show, Shady. <laughs> we really should. Yeah, Yeti's getting up. He's going to get a bagel. He's like thinking about breakfast. The guy's hungry and moist. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted me to ask Pusan about Google AI. I, I don't understand yeah. what that means. I, I don't uh, really know way, what that means either. I don't know either. Uh, save up to 66% or more at mypillow.com using that code MGSHOW, mypillow.com using code MGSHOW 
or call 1-800-873-0478. I want to thank uh, Chuck. Check this out, guys. Wow, I love it. And I don't know why I like that song so much. We needed some air drums. Did you guys air drum that one? Uh, so I'm going to drop this link in here one more time. It's only got, right now, I only show 14 retweets, 16 likes. What's going on here, guys? There's more than you I'm in not, here. Have what are they doing? I think they're too busy know. watching. Get over there. <laughs> and, then, and then I posted uh, one over here as well. Let me just double check. This is... Uh, this is pretty cool. I want to post this uh, right here. I posted this. I thought this was really cool because this is us coming up. Here's you guys. There we are. <laughs> Danger zone. Because <laughs> the truth is not safe for work, guys. Uh, and welcome to the MG show where, uh, you know, they're on us all the time. Uh, it was interesting. Artaja uh, came in and said, hey, um, you know, uh, he's congratulations he's got a new start date he's gonna go back to work god bless you artaja thank you and he said i'll get you back on the buy me a coffee but they got that one too shady groove they took our buy me a coffee down as well after that usa today guy made an article about QAnon and how dangerous we are to to the democracy or something i don't know um but we're just actual reporters that reported on q uh, and, you know, obviously the mainstream media bought the narratives that, uh, you know, that it's all about JFK Jr.'s being alive and all the stupid psyops that they've thrown at you. Trump still being president, like General Flynn said, that I'm 100 percent certain that that Trump will be the president for the next four years on July 5th, just before the insurrection at the Capitol. And we have questions about that as well, guys. I mean, this is not a game, is it, Shady? No, it's not really a game. And what's very interesting is that we uh, we did follow Q and we read Q and we talk about Q and we take you guys back and show you some of the stuff that has to do with Q and the news and how the news is connecting it. Kind of like what we were instructed to do. It's very interesting that the whole other group has gone all in for Poso and Bannon in this whole, and, you know, this like, you know, in, in parallel movement that they're over there talking about, you know, not finishing the job or whatever. I mean, I'm not really sure what's going on over there at CPAC and that whole crew, but let me tell you right now, they are, they, they are not pushing forward the proper message here, guys, this Arabella advisors and what they are doing with the 501c3s and 501c4s. Everyone should be screaming this from the rooftops because literally that is the, the, the crux of our issue. You get all of this dirty, dark money out of your political system. And let me tell you something, a lot less people that are corrupt will want to be politicians. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they're going to use those same things and maybe they're using them already. Yes. Uh, we, we got a new one here too. Uh, another Catholic prayer for Trump. And you've got oh, this Lord. guy. Of course. What? <laughs> Just this whole thing. So this guy, Caviezel, Tim Ballard and... I am Mossad Posobic. If you followed Q, you know this guy's no good, right? You guys understand this, right? So. He's a All lying right. little troll. <laughs> Microchip, shady. Microchip. Right. Let's not let's not talk about the uh, the rape Melania sign that you were you were standing there with at Trump Tower way back in 2015. Poso yeah. and. He 
He was also a bodyguard for Roger Stone back in the day, according right. to... And Geek uh, actually brought this up, too. This is uh, Catholics for Catholics, and it's a Catholic prayer for Trump. And, you know, Tim Ballard is not a Catholic. He's a Mormon. Isn't that correct, Shady? That is correct. Which is him. interesting. And Geek actually pointed that out. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even think of that. And, uh, you know, I want you guys to understand that there is major issues with Tim Ballard right now, legal issues. Now, I'm approaching it as I'm, you know, Shady and I are looking at the lawsuits. We're looking at all the stuff. We're looking at everything because there are lawsuits. Okay, that is news. Tim Ballard has many lawsuits against him, along with OUR. For, for lying. Uh, Glenn Beck even called OUR out saying, oh my God, I was a major supporter there. And he's, you know, a little upset at what's uh, been coming out. And I think you guys need to understand that, you know, there's uh, this Adam Herbitz guy is following it. It's A-D-A-M Herbitz. Okay. Uh, Adam Herbitz is right here. Adam Herbitz, Fox 13. This is, you know, an investigative reporter. Uh, he's talking about, you know, the documents that and all the stuff that are coming out. This is one minute ago. <laughs> Breaking a fifth lawsuit has been filed against Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad. Uh, for the first time, Angel Studios and the Harmon Brothers are also being sued. That's the company behind Sound of Freedom. Here comes the long thread. Guys, he just posted this a minute ago. There's another. So there's five lawsuits total now, guys. And look what happens. Look at that, Shady Groove. This is what they're doing. These are the bots that are suppressing this tweet. Why yep. are bots suppressing tweets? Because of Elon Musk. That's why. Mm. Freedom of speech, mm. not reach. That's why. So let's look at this, Shady. This is called Twitter Audit. Um, this is a very interesting because it, it does this. Uh, it looks at um, your, your tweets, right? So why... Should you identify bots and fake users? Bots manipulate engagement metrics, creating fake virality and distorted analytics. Bots inflate accounts, creating false impressions of relevance and influence. Bots skew data, giving false information to account owners about their real audience. Bots spam your content, diluting your timeline with useless information and alienating your real followers, guys. So we did the Twitter audit, Shady Groove. Uh, shout out to Burner Phone. Uh, we did great. <laughs> oh, we passed the quiz? Yeah, we did. Uh, and so let's just look at this real quick. Let me just shut this down. Okay, so this is mine, Shady Groove. This is not too shabby. Thank you to all my quality followers. Um, I rated a 57.8% good. And I've got uh, 188,442 followers. 188,442. Okay. And so most of you are good. The bad or fake, these are your bots. 5.8%. Low quality, questionable bots. Normal, you guys, 78.1%. And you guys, 3.3%. Boom. Right? So that's good, right, Shady? That's really good compared to others. Yeah. So let's look at the others. Uh, let's go to this one right here. So this is your breaker of narratives uh, right here. Uh, let's see what his was. 41.6%, which isn't, you know, too terribly bad. Um, there was another one here. Phil Godlowski uh, scored the lowest, guys, believe it or not. Where's the one? Where's Burner Phone? I want to find the one uh, for that guy that's three stars in general. Look at that. 7.5 for Godlowski. That means that he literally has bought every follower he has on Twitter. <laughs> 
Yeah. And then this is General Flynn, 15.7%. That means he's literally bought almost everyone that's following him on Twitter. 40%. So the follower could be an egg account through Twitter, remove the egg default avatar and is otherwise inactive aside from following use. The follower could be an obvious fake, either with tweets that indicate spam or profile that matches with spam. The follower could be simply an old and abandoned accounts that haven't tweeted in years, generally considered low quality, even though they're real. So very interesting. And Shady, I don't have yours. Do you have yours to pull up? Um, I, I have it over. I, I reposted it last night. It was, uh, but I, I definitely outdid you. I was at like sixty four point four. And then Alex, the authority, outdid you. <laughs> <Dang> <laughs> so what that means, guys, is this USA support rumble. Uh, look at how they're doing sound of freedom in here right now. Isn't that interesting? If you have to spam this stuff, guys, that speaks volumes <laughs> as well, doesn't it? Thank you for being here, Mr. Troll. Yeah. Well, Mr. Troll just got left out. Um, well, he's so watching. Yeah. So I want to really quick go to uh, Adam Herbert's real quick because uh, I don't know where it went. You closed it. Uh, I closed it because I got all excited talking about real followers and fake followers yeah. because a bot, a bot account. We'll be back. So this is Adam Herbert's right here. Okay. Here we go. This is Adam Herbert's. Uh, this is his new, uh, there's a new case. He's going to start tweeting about it. The plaintiffs are Keely Joanna Suarez Moya and Luis Miriam Moya Solano. Uh, they are represented by the same attorneys who filed the previous four cases. Other defendants include Tim Ballard's wife, Catherine Ballard, and Tim Ballard's psychic, Janet Rusin. Okay, Angel Studios. Look at that, Sound of Freedom movie. You're getting sued, Sound of Freedom movie. I don't know. Um, but you know, we're just going to keep an eye out on this stuff, guys. We don't know, we're, you know, we're holding our judgment back until there is a judgment, but there's five cases now, Shady. Well, I'm going to hold judgment in these circumstances, but I'm also going to assert my opinion and my opinion about that movie that someone just put in here. Sound of freedom is that it is a lie. Everything about the movie is a lie. I don't think that Tim Ballard or anybody was doing anything to rescue anyone. I think they were doing something quite the opposite, to be honest. And I'm not going to assert that perspective right now, but the smart people out there will know what I mean. Yeah. And now you got them going to Mar-a-Lago. Now, that doesn't mean that Trump invited them to Mar-a-Lago. They have a member that is sponsoring these events for them. And we have more on that for you if you want to figure that out, too. <laughs> well, yeah, but to me, it looks like they want to get Tim Ballard at Mar-a-Lago so that the fake news on the left can start weaponizing the idea of Tim Ballard's at Mar-a-Lago. Just like what Jack Posobiec said yesterday at the uh, Bannon Fest. You know, so basically, what did he say? Basically, you had the Scaramucci Play Fest going on over there, guys. Okay. And... Um, I don't know exactly what he said. What did Posobiec said? He he said something I'll, about I'll January 6th. Please quote it. Yeah, let, yeah, let's quote it because, you know, we don't want to get that one wrong. And this is, uh, you know, a pretty interesting perspective considering everything that you've seen the mainstream media do and say and write about people over the last, uh, you know, however long. Poso says, we didn't get all the way there on January 6th. Quote, where were you going on January 6th, bud? Thought we were just doing a peaceful protest. Where, where were you going that you didn't get to? Because the protest happened. That's pretty damning, about? guys. If you guys don't understand, they still think that Trump is going to sign the Insurrection Act when he when he comes president. I think that's what Roger Stone might be feeding these guys. Um, so we have to watch everybody. You know, uh, Trump advisor Roger Stone. Roger Stone is not a Trump advisor, and he's not close to the president. 
General Flynn, former, you know, uh, security advisor for for Trump. 23 days. He was a, he was Obama's general, guys. All right. He was Obama's DNI. OK, let's get it right. And, you know, these people that are that are saying these things about your president, they 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 tie their stuff, what they say to your president, which could harm him. And the perfect example, the perfect example is Jim Stewartson. You know, I feel like Jim Stewartson has done, you know, a decent amount of digging and looking into all of these, all these different things that are going on, but everything that he finds about General Flynn or whoever, he connects directly to Trump, like over and over and over again. Like, so like, you know, we can look to him as a little bit of a marker of how the left is perceiving what's occurring. And then we're explaining to you that this is exactly what they're trying to do is get people close to Trump so that they can write articles and smear him. I mean, you know, they're, they're an inch away from Russia, Russia, Russia again on the left over there. They've got nothing. Yeah. It's always Russia, isn't it? It's their little scapegoat. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So yesterday, let's get into this real quick because it's very interesting. Yesterday, we had the AT&T customers report a massive outage disrupting phone service that went into Verizon, uh, you know, Cricket and a bunch of others. We have this right here about, um, you know, killing the Internet, you know, tools of prevention. However, the Internet did work. OK, you, if you had AT&T, your cell service didn't work, but your, uh, the, you know, the backbone worked, you know, the Internet worked, your Internet worked. So this is uh, why would the U why would Hussein transfer cover uh, you know to the internet? But this is the interesting thing. One week ago, well, let's just listen to what Christopher Ray had to say. One week ago, you might also find PRC hackers lurking in your power stations, your phone companies, etc., poised to take them down when they decide you stepped too far out of line and then hurting your civilian population suits the CCP. And that targeting of critical infrastructure is something I want to take a minute to address. In some respects, it's not anything new. In fact, China-sponsored hackers pre-positioned for potential cyber attacks against U.S. oil and natural gas companies way back in 2011. But these days, it's reached something closer to a fever pitch. What we're seeing now is China's increasing build-out of offensive weapons within our critical infrastructure, poised to attack whenever Beijing decides the time is right. Take, for instance, PRC persistent access the U.S. found in our critical telecommunications, energy, water, and other infrastructure. China-sponsored hackers known as Volt Typhoon were hiding inside our networks, lying in wait for the moment China might choose to use their access to hurt American civilians. And while many of you may have seen the Volt Typhoon story as one about the PRC targeting the United States, in fact, their targets span the globe. Which shouldn't be surprising because in hack after hack for years now, we've seen the PRC hitting our partners around the world. Now, working with our partners, the FBI was able to shut down Volt Typhoon's access through yet another one of those joint technical operations we talked about a few minutes ago. But there is a lot more PRC cyber threat in a lot more places out there. And we're only going to be able to battle back effectively if we do it together. Of course, by we, I'm referring to rule of law nations united against criminality and abuse. I know there are some representatives of the CCP walking around town. 
but I don't mind them knowing. We're on to them. Of course, everyone here is well aware that China is not the only adversary we're up against. Russia, Iran, and North Korea are also determined to use cyber means to take aim at things that we all hold sacred, our freedoms, prosperity, and democratic norms. Since its unprovoked invasion of Ukraine, we've seen Russia conducting reconnaissance on the U.S. energy sector. And that's a particularly worrisome trend because we know that once access is established, a hacker can switch from information gathering to attack quickly and without notice. After all, Russia has made murder, rape, and mayhem its stock and trade. So no one should question its continued willingness to launch destructive cyber attacks before and during military conflict. Russia, Russia, Russia. And Ukraine is clean. Clean as a whistle, Shady Grove. There's no rape. There are organ transferring, prostitutes, nothing, right? No, no child trafficking there in Ukraine. It's clean as a whistle. Yeah, all the rape and murder is, is definitely in Russia. Like, you know, there, there's none of it really outside of that. And and this guy right here, man, I mean, if you guys can't see the double speak of, of what he is saying and the cooperation that the FBI has been doing in the path and how much they're helping, you know, he's up there talking about China. You guys are helping China by covering up for Biden's crimes in case like you're missing that going out and uh, arresting the whistle, a whistleblower as opposed to directly uh, charging all the rest of his family for corruption, which is exactly what they're doing. I mean, you, you know, you can sit around and pretend all that you want, but it's clear as day what's going on, and it's clear as day that these people right there are protecting him, and it's very interesting that he says that, and guess what just happened? What, yesterday, right? I mean, predictive programming? Predictive. I mean, now, really? Katie, I want to point something else out. I was just trying to find the tweet so I can show you, but... If we go to this again, lurking in your power, you see this right here, Shady Palo Alto networks. Okay. Yes. You remember Palo Alto. I did a dig on it. Do you guys remember that? But you know, you have to be a little bit technical to understand. So, uh, I did, we did put this on here, but just so you know, Michael Flynn served on the advisory council for Palo Alto networks from September, 2014, to October, 2016. <gasps> what? What date did Yared Tamin make a discovery of an intrusion into the DNC servers on 2016? <gasps> wow. It was oh, April 28, oh, 2016. <gasps> what? No. Wow. General That's Flynn was not, working there? No. No. Uh, oh, don't say no. it. No. Palo Alto. So the IT tech staffer from the Democratic National Committee named Yared Tamin made a sickening discovery at the notorious Russian hacker group known as Fancy Bear had penetrated a DNC server at the heart of the network. As he would later tell the U.S. Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, by this point, the intruders already had the ability, he said, to delete, alter, or steal data from the network at will. And somehow this breach had come as a terrible surprise, despite the FBI and agents warning to Tamin of the potential Russian hacking over the series of phone calls that had begun a full nine months earlier. Palo Alto, okay? Did Palo Alto provide comp compensation? Yes. It's all Advisory together. Right? Uh, and then this is the Democratic National Committee attacks, showing you the, the timeline, the firewall. Remember the firewall? So what is it? So we looked at the systems, at the articles using systems that were not DNC systems or on the DNC network to read up on what the Dukes were. That's what it's called, the Dukes, okay? And it happened within Palo Alto networks, guys. Firewalls. Everywhere. 
It's a good thread. Yeah, it is a good thread. It's good. Just go ahead and take that top one and drop it in so you can, so others can go back through. I think that was from what, back in November or something? November 29th, 2023. Two, two, three. Yeah. And again, he's everywhere. The guy's everywhere. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it's just very interesting that Christopher Ray would come out and say that. And then, you know, all this stuff that happened yesterday seemed like a little bit of a, a little bit of a test run. Yeah, and we know that Palo Alto is a city in Cali as well. That's correct. But this is Palo I actually used to sell it, so I know a lot about it, guys. It's a firewall, okay? Firewalls? Is that a cute And it's post? working. Hmm. So the Dukes, hmm. that's... So let's just, you know, quickly, in addition to the this marker, uh, did the FBI agent mention anything about attribution, what group entity might be uh, behind it? If I remember correctly, in that phone call, he had mentioned that the adversaries were maybe on the network referred to as the Dukes, D-U-K-E-S, Okay. So, you know, we found the article about it right here. This is a Palo Alto is an American multinational cybersecurity company with headquarters in Santa Clara, California. The core product is a platform that includes includes advanced firewalls and cloud-based offerings that extend to those firewalls. It's a big company, guys. It is a big company and it's a big network and it looks like it's, you know, at the core of the infrastructure that they're utilizing against all of us. Yep. And here's the whole interview on Tamin's, like, read it yourself, guys. And guess who was the lawyer? Mark Elias. At Perkins Coy. Yeah. This is the Flynn's filings, uh, Palo Alto Networks right here. Uh, drone aviation holdings. I mean, this is, you know, OSY. This is another huge one. Flynn Intel Group, Babel Street Incorporated, Brainwave Sciences, McChrystal Group. Oh, wow. No, he's not friends with McChrystal. Stop it. That's been debunked. Besties. Nope. Yeah. They want it to be debunked. Yeah. So, we're on. Sorry, guys. Facts hurt. Uh, and then cloud strikes work with the uh, Democratic National Committee. We've got the Dukes, the seven years of Russian espionage, Palo Alto. You see that? This is a very well-sourced thread. And if you're technical, you might understand it. But, you know, nobody was there at, you know, sitting right next to Putin in 2015. During no. the Obama administration. No, that, that, that's been debunked. No. I, everything I say, been- you said debunked. Monk shady. That brings you to solar winds, guys. I mean, it's and Cisco systems and all of it. That's the tech, the, the big tech censoring us. And what if they're the ones that hacked the DNC and it wasn't really Seth Rich? That's, that's every single. How big of a question? Every single thing. Every single thing that we're looking at, every topic, every subject, every aspect of this has to do with election interference. There, you know, COVID election interference. Everything has to do with election interference. These people are like one trick ponies. The only thing they can really only do one thing at a time. And the only thing that they can really focus on is Trump and each and every one of his, uh, his, his, uh, pe- the people that are around him and how to get them to stop helping him, how to get them to stop working with him, how to get them to turn on him. That's the only thing that this whole established, uh, system it's called globalism. You know, globalism is supposed to be about the world, right? Why are they making everything about globalism to do with Donald Trump? Because he's a nationalist, because he's a populist person, because he believes that America is greater than every other country. I believe this is going to really pop the heads of the globalists. I believe that America is way better, not just some better, exponentially better than every other single country out there because you, the people, have the means to defend yourself and you, the people, have the the right of innocence. Before you're presumed innocent. Does it work? Is it working? Not necessarily all the time. No, but the presumption of innocence is what we cherish here. And if we don't, 
if, if we don't stand up and say that this is better than every other country's system, then we're no better than them. We have to be saying how great America is because we're trying to uh, pass on to the world a way forward in a way that the people can control government. But monarchies don't like the people in control of government. It's the thing yeah. with them. And, you know, your neighbor, your, your mother, your aunt, your sister, your cousin, you need to remind all these people that Putin prefers Biden. And he doubled down on it. So he he last week he said that he prefers Biden to win. Okay, okay. That he that's who knows Russia how wants. Biden that's who Russia wants. Putin. Russia wants Biden. You understand mm -hmm. this, and you need to understand this. And this is one of the big red pills that you might be able to to get. You know, through to your friends and family. Let's. This is actually I've got the raw footage here as well, but it's you know. It's all Russian. Here is Putin says Russia prefers Biden as president, guys. This is a huge boom. This is the boom that you need to show your friends and family. Yep. Russia prefers Biden, Shady. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> it, it's, the, it, it's the proper process, Jeff. You know, what Trump did is Trump stopped them from building the pipeline. He's like, oh, no, 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 you're not going to build a pipeline. What Biden did was allow them to build the pipeline so that the CIA could blow it up. You see, that's how Trump interfered with the process. Putin prefers Biden. The U.S. President Biden has made a rude remark about you again. Rude. Rude, yes. I don't want to quote it, but he is the United States president. He called you a crazy son of a Listen, we talked not long ago, and you asked who would be preferred as future president of the United States. I said that we would work with any president, but I suppose that for us, for Russia, Biden is more preferable. The White House has slammed a similar previous comment from Putin saying the Russian president should stay out of U.S. elections. President Biden met with Navalny's widow, Yulia Navalnaya, and her daughter Dasha in San Francisco Thursday, but he mistakenly called Yulia by the wrong name. One thing I've made, that was made clear to me is that uh, Yolanda is going to, she's going to continue to, to fight and have on the way. They're not letting up. Thank you. Are these more classified documents right here? What's going on? <laughs> Where is he? Jeez, this guy's nuts. Even Fox Putin. News doesn't want to say he wants Biden. Putin prefers Biden, guys. Three words. PPB. PPB. You're down with my PPB. Here's the actual raw, guys. Right. So just so you know, that's all raw. But basically it says this. Putin prefers Biden. About Biden's words about him, crazy SOB. You asked me who is preferable for us as the future president of the United States. I said we would work with any president. But I think Biden is more preferable to Russia. I think Biden is more preferable to Russia. And from what I just said, I'm absolutely right because it's an appropriate response to what I said because he can't tell me, Volodya, well done, thank you. You have helped me very much. We understand what is happening there from a domestic political point of view, and this reaction is absolutely adequate, which means that I was right and what I said was best for us. As I said then, I still think I can repeat Biden. <laughs> I'm not missing any words. <laughs> That's so epic. Biden prefers 
Putin prefers Biden. See? See? He answered right there. That was weird. I heard it perfectly. Right there. Right there Learn in black Russian. and white. Learn to speak Russian, guys. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so that's very interesting. I, you know, that is a good tool for you to use for your friends and family. Yeah, but Putin prefers Biden. Oh, Trump and Russia, Trump and Russia. No, Putin prefers Biden. What do you do now? What do you do now? Well, you don't vote for Biden. You vote for Trump. <laughs> well, you know, everything, everything's getting ready to escalate over there. I mean, I got a feeling it looks like that, uh, that uh, Vladimir Putin is getting ready to make a push further into Ukraine, but it was it's really going to be on the heels of well, the interview that he just did with Tucker. Is everybody noticing that, uh, you know, you, we, we played that interview here. Did everybody notice that, the, that Fox News and all the other news outlets picked up on it and came out right, right real quick to tell you that, oh, Putin is really not a threat of expansionism. Putin is really not going to go into Poland. Putin really doesn't want to nuke Europe. Putin uh, isn't a bad, in a bad faith negotiator like Bill Clinton and George Bush are. Oh, wait, no. Not none, none of your military industrial complex controlled media wanted to talk about that because that's going to make you fear less and making you fear less is the absolute opposite of what these people need to do to keep their coffers full. You know, somebody said, oh, he's just trolling. No, he prefers Biden because the globalists prefer Biden. It's he makes money off the Biden stealing your country, guys. He makes money off it. Come on. Mm -hmm. and, and he didn't and he didn't off of Trump. Like like Trump, Trump actually boxed Russia in in a way that was unlike any other president that we've seen, because Trump is answering to the mainstream media that's trying to like present this huge threat, you see, and so he played yeah. right into that. It, it's just very interesting to see how optics are never what is happening. Optics are the distraction. Yeah, uh, liquor giant is on the Roger Stone camp, saying that AI can translate in English. To, add, to alter the lips so to make it look real how about that is real can we not <laughs> guys you have to be able to accept your reality you, you have to be able to speak with people and talk to people and understand this is this is what he said you can pretend like that's not what he said this has been interpreted by multiple different people go take the transcript interpret it yourself drop it into a translator it will translate it for you mm -hmm. that's right uh, but it's AI, Shady Groove. Uh, all of oh. Roger Stone. Roger Stone is actually AI. All right, so here we go. We're going to go ahead and play yeah. this real quick. Uh, an evening with the National Religious Broadcaster Association in Nashville, Nashville Tennessee. Uh, this video is 7 minutes and 14 seconds long, and your president, soon to be 45. No, 7. He's already 45. Soon to be 47, the president of the United States, because of you. This is what he said. Um, the outside of our country, I really believe this. It's from within. It's the people from within our country that are more dangerous than the people outside. We can handle China. We can handle Russia. We can handle all of them if you have a smart leader. But the inside people are very dangerous. They're very sick people, in my opinion, in many cases. They're sick. I'm here today because I know that to achieve victory in this fight, just like in the battles of the past, we still need the hand of our Lord and the grace of Almighty God. We have to have that. They're weaponizing law enforcement to target parents, conservatives, and Catholics. Catholics. More than anybody, Catholics. What's going on with Catholics? Do we have any Catholics in this audience? Raise your hand, please. I just want to see. Not too many, but I will tell you, how the hell do you vote for this person? They have gone after Catholics. 
That's probably why we don't have any of this audience. There are none left. <laughs> but there's one sitting in first row, and he's a very important one, I will tell you. No, but how Catholics? I mean, they've been, they're being persecuted, Catholics. What they cannot stand is that, in the end, we do not answer to bureaucrats in Washington. We answer to God in heaven. We do. We answer to God in heaven. So today I come before you as a friend and an ally and a fellow believer to ask for your help and your support and your prayers for this country. We need your prayers, most importantly. And I make you a simple promise. In my first term, I fought for Christians harder than any president has ever done before. You know that. You know that. And I will fight even harder for Christians with four more years in the White House. We did things that uh, the likes of which nobody has ever done for Christians in this country. And I'm very proud of that and honored. And I really believe it's the biggest thing missing from this country. It's the biggest thing missing. We have to bring back our religion. We have to bring back Christianity in this country. Thank you. Thank you very much. Joe Biden, because of his gross incompetence, is a threat to democracy, big threat to democracy. To reverse these monstrous abuses of power, the moment I win the election, I will appoint a special task force to rapidly review the cases of every political prisoner who has been unjustly victimized by the Biden regime. Boom. Never again will the federal government be used to target religious believers. They are targeted. The other day, they wanted to take the name George Washington off of school. George Washington. When you lose George Washington, you've just about to hit the bottom. That means everything comes off the names of buildings. Even the name Trump is going to be off the buildings. There won't be a Trump up there. I can guarantee you that. If Washington can't make it and Lincoln can't make it, I'm going to have a big problem having my name on buildings. But no one will be touching the cross of Christ under the Trump administration. I swear to you, that will never happen. Never happen. I will stand proudly with our friend and ally, the state of Israel. We will stand proudly with Israel. I will stop the disaster known as Bidenomics, and we will return to Meganomics, putting America first at all times. We will stop Biden's nightmare. I will cut your taxes and regulations, and we will drill, baby, drill. Our, our, uh, we have more than anybody, remember that, more than anybody. Liquid gold, I call it. On day one, I will sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school, pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity, and other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content onto our children. Thank you. I will support a policy of universal school choice, allowing parents to choose the public-private charter or religious school that that best suits their children.
And I will support America's homeschool families, including allowing 529 education savings accounts to be used for homeschooling expenses up to $10,000 a year per child, completely tax-free. So you can do that if you like it. We also take historic action to defeat the toxic poison of gender ideology and restore the timeless truth that God created two genders, male and female. <laughs> so crazy. In God we trust we will never change that model. You know, there are many, many people that want to change that model. That model will never change. That motto will, that motto will never change. It's a magnificent motto, and we've had it, and we're not going to let people talk about that. will never change. Ladies and gentlemen, with your help and God's grace, the great revival of America begins on November 5th, 2024. great revival so again i want to thank you and i want to thank the national religious broadcasters i cannot state strongly enough what an incredible job you do god bless you and god bless america thank you very much thank you oh yeah <laughs> What a great speech. Love it. And by the way, you know, everybody's like, you know, Israel, he, he has to say that. Um, Maganomics is America first. Do you understand? He has to say, in my opinion, he does things and says things that are political. He's got to be somewhat political. Maganomics is putting America first. We're not used to that. No, we're not. We're actually used to everybody else being first and America being last. That's because whenever you spend money on America, you don't get to launder it through these organizations and processes, foundations and institutes. It just goes to do what it needs to do. It's no good. You got to send it offshore so that you can take your percentage out and bring it back in a different way so that you can utilize the people's own money to attack what it is they know to be good and true and love. That's right. That's right. Now, there's a lot coming up in the next hour, Shady. I'm going to play um, a segment of, you know, what we believe in. And, you know, we're not here to have people like us. You know, people that tell the truth get hated on all the time. And I think this show is probably one of the most hated on shows out there on the Internet, Shady Grove. And we're proud of it because we're following the truth no matter what, Shady. So, you know, th th we're going to be uh, talking about uh, I'm going to just play a clip about what um, what America is all about, guys. What is America all about? And, you know, Shady and I have, you know, followed Bill Cooper, you know, Shady, right? You want to just give a statement because we're going to play this in hour number two. It's going to take up the entire second hour, but we need to listen to it. And you'll see where a lot Shady, go ahead and make a statement if you want, brother. Yeah, I, I definitely think that you guys, I want you guys to pay extra close attention to this. This is extremely good, and it really does give you a, an example of what it is to what it means to be a journalist, what it means to have a press, what it means what we're doing here. The, the idea of what you just said, Jeff, the idea that we are hated on by the left and the right means that we are doing journalism. Very, very simple. Over the target. If you're taking flack, yes, you're over the target guys so uh that'll be our number two 
Uh, we hope that you enjoyed our number one. Thank you guys very much. We got a little bit here. We got a little time here yet. Um, but you know, I, I think this is going to be a very important, uh, broadcast. Many of you might've seen it, but I think it's good to listen to it again, to understand, you know, what, you know, this show's about. I mean, it's almost like shady. We're, we're trying to carry the, the mantle, if you will. Yes. Yeah, because because within this, he gives you a specific architecture, a specific way forward, a, a, a how to, if you will, how to remain credible. You know, I mean, th this whole reality that we're seeing right now. You know, we've been we were under the 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 uh, you know attacks from the left for a number of years. Now we're under attacks from the right because the the right doesn't like what we're we're talking about. So think about that logically. Why is that? What are we really doing? I'm not going right. to be here. We'll be right back after this message. Shady, Stay take it away. For our number two of the Matrix Groove Show, live on Red State Talk Radio, coming right up after these words in the Matrix with 3Xs.com. Hello, Patriots. Shannon Townsend here with the MG Show. We are live Monday through Friday from 12 to 2 Eastern Time on rumble.com slash MG Show, brighteon.tv, x.com, and Red State Talk Radio. Listen, guys, Jeff and I would like to thank each and every one of you so greatly for the support that you have given us over the last five years. This has been a pretty incredible journey, and I think that each and every one of you that have been with us understand what I mean by that. We represent citizen independent journalism in America, and we depend on you for that support. We'd like to thank everybody out there for all of you done supporting my pillow, also Sovereign Advisors, and a number of the other different advertisers and sponsors we've had on this show. You can also go here if you would like to support us and what we do at the MG Show, mg.show slash donate. And here you can do a recurring donation if you would like that does donation each month in any amount that you would choose. We like to really, really like that $17 a month one. That's really a fascinating number. And then also you can do a one-time donation as well with some of the other options there. We've been doing this for five years now, everybody, and I think we're going to be doing it for a little bit longer. We are in it to save America, and we're not going to be able to do it without your support. So please, if you would like to contribute and help the show, we would greatly appreciate it. And I will see you on the air Monday through Friday, live, 12 to 2 Eastern Standard Time. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen 
cleaning, use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability, they all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG's show when you call. Many conventional health products claim to be good for you, but they may be contaminated with heavy metals, artificial chemicals, and toxins that could harm your health. Here at BrighteonStore.com, we believe your health and safety are our top priority. That's why we always go above and beyond to bring you the cleanest and highest quality nutritional supplements, superfoods, storable foods, preparedness items, and more. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at BrighteonStore.com today. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. to uh, make me feel very humble. Thank you so much. I think one of the biggest misconceptions in this country is what this country is all about, who founded it, for what purpose, and most specifically, what it is that we're all looking for. I'm going to try to clarify some of those, and in doing it, as always happens, someone's going to be angry with my definition of some of these things. I've traveled all over the country. I've talked to probably hundreds of thousands of people individually over a lot of years. I broadcast a radio show that brings me thousands of letters every week. I administer the world's largest and most successful civilian intelligence gathering operation in the world. 
which makes me privy to an awful lot of information that none of you will ever see, and there's so much of it, I can never present it in a form that you would be able to look at it and digest it. So that puts a pretty big burden on me and the people who work with me in the intelligence service and in the CAGI news service in order to digest this information, analyze it, and be able to present to you what we believe, and this is a subjective judgment, what you can digest and what you need to know at that particular time. And in doing this, digesting all this information, reading all of these letters from people of every kind of background that you can imagine, every race, every religion, every kind of agenda, believe me, there's an awful lot of agendas going on in this country that are dangerous to Americans. Being promoted by people who claim to be Americans, who claim to be patriots, and who claim to be doing the best for this country, including those who want to destroy it and bring about a one-world totalitarian socialist government. They sincerely believe in their heart they're doing the right thing for humankind. You see, nobody gets up in the morning and sets out to do evil. Nobody consciously does that. I've never met any person in my entire life who said, I'm evil, I'm going to do evil things, I like to do evil things, I want to do evil things. They don't exist, in my knowledge. They may exist somewhere, people like Jeffrey Dahmer. And I believe that even Jeffrey Dahmer probably rationalized what he was doing in his own mind to make it right. Isn't that the way we all do things? Even if we do something wrong and we know we're doing something wrong, don't we attempt to rationalize it in our own mind and to our friends to justify what we're doing? So I believe it's a great fallacy to set out to brand those whom we disagree with as being evil people. The result of their actions we may perceive to be evil. We may perceive it to be bad. But I guarantee you, those people don't see it that way. And when we present ourselves to them in that light, we're good and they're evil, do you think we have a chance of getting them to listen to us? Not on your life. It's not going to happen. So I think we have to change the way we talk. We have to talk to them in a different manner. Now, don't take what I'm going to tell you standing up here today and compare it to what I say on the radio and expect the two to concur. Because when I'm here, I'm just Bill Cooper. I'm talking to you from my heart. When I'm on the radio, I am on a mission. And that mission is to slap people upside the head and wake them up and even make them hate me if that's what it takes to get them to go examine what I'm telling them to find out that it's right. You see, I don't care how it's done as long as they wake up. And if I have to be the bad guy that they're going to hate for the rest of their life, that's okay with me if I wake them up. But when I'm here talking like this, that's not my mission. Because you're awake already or you wouldn't be here. You see? There's a difference between the people here and the people that I'm talking to over those airwaves. Big difference. An awful lot of you are steady listeners of the hour of the time and have been probably for many years. And when I'm talking on the radio, I know who you are and I'm not talking to you. And I know that when you're listening and I talk about the sheeple, 
the stupid sheeple, it doesn't make you angry. You know why? Because you know you're not stupid sheeple, don't you? The person that gets angry has verified that I was right. Because he wouldn't get angry if he didn't know in his heart that he's a stupid sheeple. You ever been walking down the street and somebody comes running out and says, Bankrupt! Real quick, the ones that get angry know he's right. Very interesting. Bank robber, stop that bank robber. Do you start running? <laughs> Why don't you start running? Because you're not the bank robber, right? Do you get angry? No. Do you pay attention most of the time? If you're from a big city, chances are you don't even look around. Right? Now, if you're from a small town where I'm at, I mean, people will come running out in the street to see the bank robber. Because a small town and not much excitement goes on there. Unless the IRS comes to mess with me. <laughs> so, what I'm going to talk to you about today comes from my heart, from my experience in life, from playing this role as messenger, which I take very seriously, from my efforts to wake up the American people, from my family, from all the letters that I get, People that I talk to, just like I've talked to many of you here today, I've learned some things. And I think these things need to be passed on to you. And I think you need to start examining yourself, your agenda, your mission. Who are you? What are you about? What do you believe about America? Is it true? Are you helping to divide us more? Are you helping to bring us together? Do you really understand what this country is all about? Now, I know this is going to make some of you angry. That's okay. I know that it's going to open some doors for some of you. I hope that it will bring us all a little bit closer together. And I hope that everybody, once you've examined your own particular agenda, will try to make it fit better into what we should really be doing. And I'm going to start off way back in history, folks, because that's really where it began. The human race is young in the, in the whole scope of the life of the, of the earth. We're just a, a young species, really. Haven't been around for a long time compared to everything else that's in this world. And I'm not talking about biblical years, and I'm not talking about theory of evolution years. I'm talking about from the time when you can see that man emerged on the historical scale of this world and began to affect other species and the world that we live in and himself by perfecting the ability to think. First original thought. See, there used to be a time in history when man was just like all the other animals, he didn't think, he didn't know good from evil. He existed and lived by instinct just like the other animals did. If you want to believe the record that we can look back and see written in stone. Okay? If you want to believe 
that there were creatures that ultimately became this thinking man that you see standing up here in front of you and sitting out there amongst you didn't have this ability. Now if you doubt that, read Genesis in the Bible and you'll see that it's confirmed there. Wasn't there a time when Adam and Eve lived in the Garden of Eden? They were not to think. They did not know good from evil. They were just there to take care of the garden. Is that correct? So this concept and the biblical concept agree. Man just enjoyed what God had put there and sort of took care of the garden. Any dentist will tell you that our mouth was not made for eating meat. So ancient man most probably ate vegetables and nuts and things like that. Roots. Doesn't mean that I'm telling you to become a vegetarian because I'm not. You see, I really believe in freedom. I believe you should eat whatever you feel like eating. That's your business. But that's known to people who study these things as the age of innocence. Something happened that brought man out of that state, and if you're talking from a biblical reference, out of the Garden of Eden and into the world. He wasn't innocent anymore. He understood that he was naked, that his partner was naked. He could think. He could look around. He knew when something was good and when it was bad, just as we all do here. When somebody comes up to me and says, well, how do we know which is the right way to go? I know that person is setting me up to justify his bad deeds, and I won't do it. You always know. We always know which is the right way and which is the bad way. The bad way sometimes feels better, so we may choose that way and justify it by rationalization in order to make ourselves feel better about the bad that we did. In the mystery schools, they refer to this mystical time of coming out of the age of innocence as the Luciferian philosophy. I've tried to illuminate you with this for years on my radio broadcast. In the Bible, or in the church, they talk about the fall of man. Same thing. There's only one difference between the Luciferian philosophy and the fall of man is that those who talk about the fall of man believe in God whether or not they believe in a savior they believe in God the ones who believe in the Luciferian philosophy do not now here's how that works in the Bible, we're told that Eve was tempted by Satan to eat of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. God had commanded Adam and Eve not to eat of the fruit of that tree. If you do, ye will surely die. Isn't that the commandment? Lucifer, through his agent Satan, on the other hand, told Eve, God lied to you. He's holding back the fact that you too can become God. But first you have to eat of the fruit of this tree. And if you do, you will surely not die, but shall become as gods. Isn't that true? 
So from the religious aspect, we see that as the fall of man because man disobeyed God. We see that as the subjugation of the woman beneath man, where she had originally been the partner. Now she is subjugated beneath man because she was the agent of man's downfall. Is that correct? Now, I'm not talking right or wrong. I'm not trying to insult anybody in here. I'm just telling you what we're taught so that we all understand what we're talking about because that's most important. If you understand something differently than what I'm trying to impart to you up here and we don't have the same definition, we're not going to understand each other, are we? The mysteries, on the other hand, look at this in a different light. Here's their story. It's a metaphor. They don't believe that there ever was a God or that there ever is a God aside from man himself and man has not reached that state yet but can this is what they teach in the lodges that if you perfect yourself as the temple of the God within and become Christed you've all heard this in the New Age movement you too can become God in her movie running on the beach spinning around I am God go ask her early in the morning when she just wakes up and goes and sits in front of the mirror and looks at her aging face and tries to cover it up with makeup if she's got she may tell you a different story about that time around noon she might be feeling better and become God again but this is the reality of the human condition we'd all love to be gods wouldn't we my question to Shirley MacLaine at one time was please Shirley could you make me a universe she sort of looked at me with this hurt look on her face as she confronted her mortality and realized that she was not God because she could not make me a universe she couldn't even make herself a universe she can't even make herself look young again she's having a hard time paying some of her debts God doesn't have that problem does he and in her case she here's the way they look at it here's their metaphor for the end of innocence Adam and Eve were held prisoner in the garden of Eden by an unjust cruel and vindictive God until Lucifer through his agent Satan set man free from this garden by giving him the gift of intellect through the use of intellect man will conquer the earth will conquer nature and will himself become God it's taught in every Masonic temple in this land every secret brotherhood every secret society Every mystical temple, every occult organization teaches the Luciferian philosophy. They do not believe in Lucifer. They do not believe in any entity called a devil, and they do not believe in God. It is a mistake for you to assume that they do. They are atheists in the strictest sense of the word. They are humanists. That's their religion. At the highest level, their goal 
is to create a world in which the adepts, the thousand points of light, working behind the veil to create the culmination of the great plan, can realize the ultimate happiness for mankind. That's why they don't oppose pornography. That's why they don't oppose certain crimes. That's why they say you should not be put in jail for the rest of your life for murder or anything else. There should be no death penalty. Because it was a learning experience. And having gone through that learning experience, you're a better person now. This is what they teach. They believe punishment for these crimes is nothing more than vengeful retribution, which is wrong in their eyes. So these are really the two philosophies that we have competing with each other in the world today. Who brought man the gift of fire? Prometheus. Who was Prometheus? Lucifer. What was the gift of fire? Knowledge, intellect. Has it man created industry, culture, society, science from the use of one solitary thing? Fire. Without fire, none of it would have occurred. None of it. Nothing. There would be no society without fire. That's how it's represented in the ancient myths and in the mysteries. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? What is it represented as? A bolt of lightning struck a tree. The tree burst into flames. Ancient man, if you watch the movie Quest for Fire, rushed up and grabbed one of the burning branches and it burned his hand and he let it go. He probably didn't go any farther than that the first time. Second time, he may have found a deer that had been roasted by the heat of the fire in the forest. And being hungry, maybe he partook of some of that meat and found that it tasted pretty good. Also, the fire was warm and didn't get cold at night. And this is where the whole battle between the forces of light and darkness comes from. Man sat upon a rock one night watching the sunset and said, Boy, I'm in deep trouble now. I can't see in the dark. There's wild beasts out there. There's tigers with teeth seven inches long that want me for dinner. What am I going to do? He didn't know what to do. Neither would many of us put in that situation. But we would know one thing. We're in deep trouble. And so for a good part of his history... Man sat huddled in the darkness in some place that made him feel secure, waiting to be saved. Now remember, folks, I'm not telling you what I believe. I'm telling you what is taught in the mysteries. I'm telling you what our enemies believe. Make no mistake about it, they are our mortal enemies. They want to see us wiped off the face of the earth. Man huddled in this darkness, fearful, trembling, cold, hungry, 
and around about he could hear the beasts roaring. And sometimes they were roaring because they were after him. And sometimes he was eaten. A man eventually saw another tree struck by lightning and grabbed that branch with that flame on it. And by a little experimentation, he learned how to keep that fire going. And if he could keep the fire going, he knew something nobody else knew, and he became the first king, the first priest, the first scientist, all rolled into one. And he would burn his fire and keep it going. Another man in the cold of the night, wanting to escape from the terrors that were out there, would gravitate toward this glow, and they would see this man sitting there. And if he was kind, he would let them come to the fire, and they would be warm, and they would be protected, because if the wild beast came, he'd pick up a branch and shove it in its face, and the beast would go away. And so the forces of light overcame the forces of darkness, and in the sunshine of the morning, the newly risen, resurrected child that had died the night before, their Savior warmed them and saved them from the terrors of the Prince of Darkness. You have to study these things to understand your enemy. Any general who ventures upon a battlefield without understanding the enemy is doomed to defeat. Just like a militia that forms itself upon a peninsula has already created its own concentration camp. Unless it has a navy. Damn good militia, I might add. What is the upshot of this? What am I getting at here? These people believe, and they have conducted themselves according to their belief and their philosophy since the very dawn of man. These people learned how to control others through the use of a hidden knowledge. This ability to keep that fire going was a technology that nobody else knew. By observing the fire, by keeping it going, by creating ceremonies around this fire, they became a mystery to the others. A mystery always holds sway over those who don't understand it. And the priesthood was born. No king ever existed without the permission of the priesthood. And I don't care what religion you're talking about or what period of history you're talking about, it is the truth. The kings never had the power, and don't to this day. Kings exist at the whim of the real power, which is the priesthood standing behind the throne. And when the king ceased to be a benefit to the priesthood, they would simply poison him or get rid of him in some other way. The king is dead, long live the king, and there would be another king appointed. There was even a time in history when the king was a sacrificial king. Just like John F. Kennedy was in the Temple of the Sun known as Dealey Plaza. They would pick a young man with the height of his virility, appoint him king for one year. During that time he could do or say or command whatever he wanted. 
priesthood was always there to make sure he commanded the right things, have any woman that he wanted, and at the end of the year, he was ceremoniously sacrificed upon a rock, his heart ripped out, his body dismembered into 14 pieces and scattered over the land, and this is where the legend of the Osirian cycle began. It was to ensure the fertility of the crops of the next year. And young men would volunteer for this in their patriotic duty to their kingdom, to their family, so that they could have prosperous years. Much as our young men may volunteer to rush out over the water to a place called Kuwait or Iraq and die in the godforsaken sands of a place that nobody can even find on a map and never heard of until it happened. All so that he can be called a patriot, someone his family can be proud of. It escapes me how they can ever arrive at these conclusions, but they do, and the priesthood always takes the most advantage of this willingness to sacrifice oneself upon the altar of his country. The problem with it is, it's very seldom really for the country. It's for the advancement of the agenda of the priesthood. Whoever the priests happen to be at the time. Am I attacking the church? You better believe it. All churches, all organized religions that have existed since the beginning of the time. Am I attacking the religion of individuals? Never, not on your life. He wasn't trying to create a big church. He knew what happened to those things. And you're all wrong about that man. You say he shouldn't get angry. He shouldn't curse. He shouldn't do things that upset other people because that's what Jesus spent his whole life doing. He threw the money changers out of the temple. Don't you think that made some people angry? Don't you think it was rude to walk up to somebody's place of business, smack them in the mouth, grab their table, and throw it out the door? What about the time he cursed the fig tree? You know, pious Christians sometimes make me very angry. They don't even know Christianity. They don't know the man they're following. He was a revolutionary. He was a dangerous man. And by God, so am I. And so should you be. This country was founded by dangerous men. And the moment the people in this country cease to be dangerous men, it's going to be the day we cease to have a country. Their whole goal with this philosophy is to teach all men and women that the only end of life is to seek the utmost pleasure and happiness that you can get out of it because when you die there's nothing else. 
That's what they teach. That's what they want you to be. They don't want laws against sexual promiscuity. That's why they don't want families. That's why they don't want marriage. That's why they encourage homosexuality. There's a method to their madness. There's really not much method to yours. Because you're operating from a place of ignorance. And until you change that, you're going to be bumbling around, bumping into each other, saying and doing the wrong things, not understanding the nature of your enemy. And if you don't understand the nature of your enemy and the weapons they use, you cannot fight that enemy. You can't fight the battle. You shouldn't even be on the battlefield. That's why you're losing the war. And don't tell me you're not because I'm in a place of great knowledge about who's winning and who's losing this war. And I can assure you, you're losing the war. It doesn't mean it can't be turned around. But it'll never be turned around until you learn what you need to know. You don't even recognize half the weapons that they use against you. And some of them seem so insignificant that you don't even try. They want to create a world where everybody is happy all the time. Doing all of the things that, if you're from a good religious upbringing, is wrong to do. If you're not from a religious upbringing, but you have a good brain and you understand the purpose of morals and ethics, it's still the wrong thing to do. If you're a thinking person. And then the priests had an army. Oh boy, weren't they happy with that? Their whole purpose throughout history has been to teach a small number of people how to become adept at controlling everyone else and presenting their societies as desirable to the profane so that you'll go knock on the door and say, hey, can I be a member and be initiated? With the promise of learning some great secret. What is that secret? The secret is what I have just told you this morning. The secret is how to control everybody else. And you never understand how to control everybody else until you get to the top of this pyramid of initiation. Most people never make it past the third step. All above that are carefully chosen and nurtured and taught. And Americans for all these years have been looking around for the enemy. They've never been able to find an enemy. So those who control them were able to control them even better by giving them an enemy. That's what Stalin and Churchill and Roosevelt determined at Yalta. Who was going to be the enemy post-war? Turned out to be Stalin. And there was going to be this phony Cold War so that the population would never discover the real enemy. And I'm talking about the population of the Soviet Union as well as the rest of the world. You see, the enemy has always been here. It's your uncle, your aunt. Your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, your nephew, your nieces who belong to the fraternal orders collectively known as the mysteries. The very highest degrees of which combined together make up a secret order known as the Illuminati. 
Their goal is to destroy all existing religions, save theirs, all existing governments, save theirs, and shackle the mob in a system of eternal oppressive debt chained to a computer for the rest of their life in a propagandized world to make them believe that they are happy in this system. Now, do you think they're succeeding? Yes. Haven't I described to you just now exactly what is going on in the world today? Yes, they're succeeding. They're succeeding because the American people don't understand their enemy. They don't even know what's happening. People were extolling the virtues, the virtues of Pat Buchanan and actually considering voting for that man for president. And he sent them all a postcard. And on the front of that postcard, he identified himself as a high priest of the mysteries. Because on the front of his Christmas cards that he sent to all of his followers was the penis of Osiris, the phallus, the obelisk, with a nice red bow tied around the base which represented the testes. You know what he was saying to you? Are there any children in here? He was saying, he was laughing at you. And so was every other member of the Illuminati. He was a highly degreed member of the sovereign and military order of the Knights of Malta, which was taken over in the Peasants' Revolt in England by the Knights Templars who had sworn revenge upon the old Hospitallers of St. John's, which later became the Knights of Malta because of their role in the suppression of the Templars. How many of you watch Trinity Network? How many of you watch Pat Robertson? Have you ever seen the cross in the crown? Do you know what that means? It's the symbol of the Templars. The Knights Templar. It is the symbol of the unification of the church and the government over the people. Is that what you want? Every time any church gets control of government, the people suffer. It has always happened. That's why our founding fathers established a country where that was not supposed to happen, where everybody was free to worship at the altar of their choice. And if you think they were all of one mind, you better think again. How many religions of the Protestant group do you think existed in this country when our founding fathers put together the Constitution? Over 1,500 different groups all claiming they were right, teaching a different dogma, quoting scripture to justify what they said, and everybody else was going to hell. So don't give me this Christian nation bullshit. Because that's what it is. This nation reflected Christian values because the people who made up the government in the early days were Christian. But none of them agreed with each other and they still don't today. They very seldom ever have. What do you mean by Christian? Seventh-day Adventist? Branch Davidian? To do some serious evaluating, some serious serious checking out of agendas. 
if you really want to take over the government and make it a theocracy, because I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen if you do that, you're going to burn people at the stake who disagree with you. And if that happens, I'm going to have to take up arms all over again. And so will many of you, because you're going to be persecuted. You see? Because whichever one controls the government, you're going to have to conform to that teaching, and if you don't believe in it, you're a heretic. Do you understand what I'm talking about? What is our common bond truly? Freedom. Freedom. Without freedom, you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And that's the only thing that it's all about. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. Freedom. Only freedom. It means you have to let other people be free, even if they disagree with you. I had a tremendous admiration for the courage of those two communists who had the guts to walk up with their little communist sign and their communist flag. Two of them, young people, all alone in that sea of America, militia, uniformed patriots. And I saw people who wanted to kill them. You know, I don't like their philosophy. They're misled, misguided. Communism is a terrible thing. But they had guts. I had a great respect for them. And I believe in freedom. Which means there is no way in the world that we could have had that meeting on your state house grounds this morning unless they had the right to do what they did. Then you had better understand that. Because if you stop them from having their freedom to make their political statement, you have stopped yourself. You have stopped everyone. And that must never happen in this country. It must never happen in this country. Because if it does, there'll never be another congregation like this, and you'll never hear me speak again, because I'll be dead. And so will most of you. This country's about freedom. Because only with freedom can you have all of the other things that everybody professes that they want. It's the only way it can be done. I hear all kinds of misconceptions and misstatements. I have the freedom of the press. No, you don't. No, you don't. The man who owns the press has the freedom of the press. And he can say in his press whatever he wants, but you can't. That's why I get angry with Americans when they say, the Jews control the press. Who sold it to them? How'd they get it? You want the press? Start a press. You want to be on the radio? Do it. But stop whining. Stop 
bitching. Stop complaining. That guy that owns the press, that's his press. He can do with it what he wants. Just like you do with your car what you want because it's your property. He doesn't owe you anything unless you've got a contract with his signature on it that says he will print what you say. If you can't produce that, he doesn't owe you anything. That's America. You know what's wonderful about America? You can have a press. I have a press. How many of you have seen my newspaper? That newspaper is no joke. It makes congressmen cringe when they see it. It scares the hell out of the enemy. You too can have a radio show. I'm going to teach you how just here in just a couple of minutes. You too can publish books like this. I did it. The Harvest Trust is the trust for my children. I'm not rich. I don't have anything. You know how I financed this book? I sold copies before it was printed to people who believed enough in me to buy them. I don't have any money. I have my family. That's all the wealth I ever need. I don't make any money from my radio show. Veritas has operated in the red from the beginning. They probably always will. But I got something that you don't have. I have a free press. It's mine. And I get to say what I want. And I get to publish what I want. And print what I want. Because it's mine. And I'm free. And it's my free press. That's why I don't care if somebody calls up my radio show and says they don't like what I say. Screw you. Get your own show. <laughs> care that they complain because I won't let them talk on my radio show. Screw you. Get your own radio show. This is mine. Belongs to me. I don't have any contract with you. I don't owe you anything. I was speaking in California one time. A lady stood up in the middle of the crowd and said, You make me so angry. You're a terrible man. Why didn't you tell me this years ago? She was lucky I was telling her then. I didn't know her anything. But she blamed me because she didn't have the information that I was imparting to her on that day years ago. And I had it years before that. I didn't know how to do it. I would have. Oh, God, I would have. You don't really understand sometimes what a terrible burden it is to know some of the things that I know and try to wake people up and impart this knowledge to them and find out that they just have walls built in front of them. They want to be slaves. But we're making some chinks in those walls. You too can have a free press and that's what it's going to take to get this country back without bloodshed. And I'm going to tell you right now, unless we can be successful in creating a real free press where the American people get different viewpoints other than those expressed in the establishment controlled media, there's going to be a civil war in this country and it's going to come soon. The only thing that can stop it is by waking up vast amounts of sleeping people. Sheeple is what they are. They are following the Judas goat right into the shearing pins and from there they will go to the slaughter and they will not know that anything is wrong until they smell the blood of the sheeple in front of them. 
anybody can publish a newsletter or a newspaper. Anybody. It is not expensive. It is not difficult. And everyone in this room should be doing it all across this country. And everybody that you come in contact with, you should encourage them to do it. And we should flood this nation with information. Not rumor. Not opinion. Not bullshit. Documented fact. Everything you print must be documented. If it's not, eventually people will stop reading your newsletter or your newspaper. Because all they have to do is check out a few things and find out it's not true and you're finished. You must publish only documented fact. And you must stay away from printing articles from people who will not document as fact what they put in their articles. That's why my broadcast scares the hell out of socialists. That's why in a White House memorandum, I was named as the most dangerous radio host in America, not because I'm going to go out and shoot somebody, but because I shoot documented facts which cannot be refuted. That's why. That's what's dangerous. Seek ye the truth, and the truth will make you free, and nothing else will do it. Jesus Christ has never lied to anybody. Why won't you listen to him? Don't spread a rumor. Spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable, and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. Anytime any system makes you dependent upon anybody or anything or any system, you are enslaved. Understand that. It doesn't have to be chains of iron. You don't have to be hanging up on a wall. You just have to be obligated. That's all it takes. You too can have your own radio station and broadcast anything that you want. You can broadcast your own shows. You can be your own host on that show. You can broadcast tapes of other shows. We encourage people to buy satellite receiving stations across this country, purchase a very simple FM low power transmitting kit, and set up their own FM radio station in their hometown. And we now have over 670 people across the nation. It's not expensive. If one person cannot afford the cost, what is wrong with 8 or 10 or 15 or 20 of you getting together, pooling your money, buying one satellite receiving station, a small FM low-power transmitter, and setting up your own broadcasting station? I hope you will broadcast the truth and not some agenda. You see, what happens when you broadcast the truth is you piss everybody off. <laughs> If you don't have my address, I want you to write it down. It's the Harvest Trust. P.O. Box 1970. I'll repeat it a couple of times. Eager, Arizona. Eager is spelled E-A-G-A-R. Arizona 85925. That's the Harvest Trust. P.O. Box 1970. Eager. You know what I find interesting is Q Post 1970 is about the pay sewers.
Arizona 85925. If you have purchased Oklahoma City Day 1, it's on the back cover at the bottom. If you don't have a pin and you would like to have the address, you can go up to my wife's table upstairs on the second floor and get one of our flyers. The address will be on the flyer. And all you have to do is purchase that equipment, set it up, hook it into the satellite receiver, and you're on the air with your own radio station within just a few weeks. Broadcasting the Worldwide Freedom Radio Network are your own shows, our other networks that are up there that are Patriot Broadcasting, such as Amerinet and others. Understand this, too. I'm not trying to tell you what the truth is because sometimes the truth is extremely difficult to find. And sometimes we believe we're broadcasting the truth and it turns out we really aren't. But if we find out we aren't, we must be willing and instantly able to go on the air and say we were wrong and correct it. That's a responsibility that we all have to carry. It's embarrassing. I've had to do it several times because I'm a human being. I make mistakes too. The only difference being when I make a mistake, it's usually not forgivable. <laughs> it's what happens when you become a public figure. Your wife can make a mistake, but Rush Limbaugh never! Right? <laughs> I want you all to get interested in this. All of you should be publishing a newsletter or a newspaper. All of you should be documenting what you publish. All of you should have a satellite receiving station and be rebroadcasting programming to your neighborhood. All you got to do is make sure that you're broadcasting on a frequency that's not interfering with any other broadcast. Which means you don't just check it at your house. You get in your car and you drive out 25 miles and all around and you make sure that there's nobody else on that frequency before you use it. So you know you're safe. In my little town of Eager, which is a very small town, between Springerville and Eager is two miles. Another two miles, either way, and you've covered everybody in the valley. And I'm up on a big mountain in the middle of this valley where the town surrounds the mountain, and I'm broadcasting six miles in every direction in my town. And it's militia country. Arizona is dangerous for socialists. And when the war starts, heaven help whoever they send to fight in Arizona. Because it's still really kind of like the old West days in a lot of places. It's dangerous. Where I live, Ike Clanton made the sheriff angry one day. The sheriff rode 25 miles, grabbed Ike Clanton by his hair and drug him to jail. By his hair. Which brings me close to the end of my, I think it is. How much time do I have? Not three more hours. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, uh, come back after Jim talks a little bit. Can talk some more? Yeah, just let me, let me, uh, let me, let me give you a little parting, parting note here. I'll be back up as well, with uh, as, as will the others, to answer questions later. Mr. Collins has to catch a plane, so I'm going to cut my talk short. And uh, uh, please give him your undivided attention. I'm going to tell you right now, because I deal in reality. 
I'm going to vote for Charles Collins. But at the same time, I'm a realist. And everybody in this room should be voting for Charles Collins, but at the same time understanding he's not going to be the president of the United States. Okay? And I'm only telling you that so that you're dealing in reality. Okay? But he is the best man on any ballot in this country. Thank you. Thank you, Bill Cooper. And we have uh, Donald J. Trump on the ballot, and he will win because uh, I think there's millions waking up. This is a great awakening. You hear what Bill Cooper had to say. That was 1996, guys. And, you know, he was the first one, you know, that that came to the airwaves that really opened our eyes, my eyes, Shady's eyes. Uh, I think uh, Real Iron Eagle has a bunch of videos. I don't know if his channel got taken down, but... This is what it's about, guys. It's about getting your own press. We truly are a free press. Somebody says, get me an MG, my pillow code and I'll do mine. You know what? Stop it. You know, we do not live in a communist country. You know, people make livings off this. Why don't you go complain at CNN or Fox or General Flynn or all the other grifters out there that are grifting off you? We are funded only by you. Thank you very much. And we're proud of that. And we're asking questions that no one else dares to ask. And for that, I am proud. I'm proud and honored to know each and every one of you. Shady took off for an early weekend. He's going to be hanging out of here. He's going to be getting out of here and uh, maybe playing some golf. We have the South Carolina rally tonight, voting tomorrow. And we get to see Donald Trump trounce Nikki Haley. And, you know, you heard about a lot of what they think, guys. He understands how they think. And to know thy enemy is very important. When I was younger, I studied what they know. And it's dangerous. Put the armor of God on. That's why that's very important, guys, because you can, you know, invite things in that you don't want to be invited in. And this is not a game. This is spiritual. This is a, a 5D chess. This is a, a, a huge movement that we have. And we must, you know, be honest with our facts and questions. And when we don't get, and we have documented facts because we shoot facts too. And we have documented facts. We ask a question and you get blocked, something's wrong there, right? We need to know who's who in this movement. And I'm tired of getting, uh, you know, attacked by these anonymous accounts, guys. You know, show your face, do it. I did. You guys doxed me in 2019. And my daughter, who was 15 years old, Paula C. Blades, who General Flynn follows. Very cool, isn't it? Map the network. Understand who is telling you the truth and who is not. It's very important, guys. And we love you. And uh, with that, Yeti, thank you for an amazing week. <sighs> what a great speech, guys. I'm reeling. I'll see you guys to, uh, I'll see you guys Monday. Let's go. Donald J. Trump, South Carolina. <laughs> and you know what? With that, you knew what I was going to play, I think. I think you guys heard it. God bless you all. See you Monday. Crazy baby, chill. Don't medicate, just meditate. You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late. Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate, accelerate. Find your inner hunger like you never ate. Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate. Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming. Cue for heaven's sake. Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate. The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate. My fighters ain't no featherweight. Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate. They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force. Forcing us to sit and wait until we come together, congregate, and then we liberate. Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate. 
marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass Till we see the serpents oh, One day I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on Because of you We've been dancing with the devil way too long I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues Oh God, come back home This crazy world is filled with and abusers Need you now before we're too far gone I hope one day they finally see the truth God, we I know the truth is hard to swallow, just digest it Suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it Deflected by some breaking news, oh we just accept it Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested Credit in the testament, these children are protected So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic Refuse to be directed Blind, not a sheep, only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. I'm silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheap. Drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome my position, or I'm gonna start resisting and then I'll pray for forgiveness. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you fools. We've been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues. Oh, God, come back home. This crazy world is filled with liars and Need you now before we're too far gone I hope one day they finally see the truth God, we need you now We need you now bless you all thank you for tuning in and sharing this amazing show we would not be here without you we love you very much red castles god bless you
Thank you for all the Rumble Rants today as well. We could not do this without you. Where we go, one we go, all www.mg.show. Boom.